So for the last couple of days, I was giving you some insights about Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all that stuff. But I don't think you guys even know who the hell I am. And I never, I did not give you some kind of background as to uh, who I am and where I came from and why I'm even sharing all this information. Uh, I, I think maybe a little bit in the first one I did, but really it came down to the fact that, you know, like what, what Gary V was talking about was, you know, being truthful and being transparent and genuinely giving a crap about making sure you guys are successful and not worrying about myself. There's no interest in this. I'm not trying to do this to generate business. I'm not, I genuinely am not, you know, if you contact me, all that, that's great. But I genuinely, everything I'm trying to share with you, you guys can use it on your own. But I wanted to share with you my background and where I'm coming from so that you know, you know, I'm in the dirt. I'm right there, you know, struggling in terms of being able to have an understanding of what's working, what's not, because where I came from, you know, this was probably about 10 years ago, you know, I was a major alcoholic and an addict. And, you know, I was on the verge of losing my family. I needed to change ideas and and my philosophy and everything else that I was doing. And that's not easy to be able to admit, you know, And, and along the way, I've stumbled, you know, it's not about the fact that we don't, we don't fall down. It's the fact that you can get back up and learn from what you did and what you're doing. And as long as you're moving forward, it's like the stock market. You know, if you look at the stock market every day, you're going to go crazy. But if the overall trend is moving in the northern direction, you're going to do well in the stock market. And for yourself and me specifically, you know, I am a, a student. I'm always educating myself on what works, what doesn't. You can't sit there and watch TV. You know, I used to sit there, you know, I loved like The Walking Dead and all those shows. And and you could go through and binge watch episodes on Netflix like nobody's business, whether it was Sons of Anarchy, whatever it was. And I changed up that philosophy and have really devoted all of my attention on making sure that I can gain a better understanding of the marketplace only because I know what it's like to be down and out and and to be without. And if I can provide something of value to someone that's listening, even if it's only one person, I don't care if you don't take anything I'm saying and use it, that's up to you. But at least I'm putting it out there for the universe to know that I'm not in this to try and get you to do business with me or to try and, you know, have some undertone to have you want to work with me in the future. I want you to genuinely be successful in your dealership. I don't care if you're an individual car salesperson or if you're the head of a multi uh, location dealership and you're the head honcho. Everything I'm sharing with you is genuine and to the best of my knowledge that will allow you to have success down the road. You know, when I'm saying that, you know, an alcoholic and an addict and everything else, it's not that I'm proud of that. I I mean, you know, putting my family through all that turmoil and and frustration, it's that I get it, man. Like, you know, when you're doing those crazy hours, it was easy to come home and want to have a a drink or drug to be able to kind of numb that so that you didn't have that responsibility. And it just, it, it clouded my vision But in the moment, it felt fantastic. And it wasn't until I got some clarity and started going to some meetings and and really, really 
just getting some understanding that for me, me, long term, if I want to have success in the business world, I can't have that being a part of my life. And so I made the decision at that point that for business or anything else for my family, all of those are all now benefits of me and my sobriety and going in and looking at it from a different perspective rather than the fogginess of the drink and the drug. I have the clarity now and the prism is such that I'm able to focus in on how best to not only help the businesses, but help my family be more successful because that's really our life here. It's not a dress rehearsal. We're only in this, you know, one time it depends on the religion that you guys have, you know, but really truly, you know, it's not a dress rehearsal. You get the opportunity every day that we, you wake up, you can kind of redo, hit the redo button. If you had a bad day yesterday, you know, you're not getting shot at. You know, it's not like you're over in Afghanistan or in Iraq or or some other place where, you know, you're getting shot at, like physically in, in harm's way. You know, so what if you were out there and you were making cold calls and someone hung up on you? Big freaking deal. You know, that's that's so tiny in the whole cosmos of things. And really, if you're looking at it from that perspective and you're getting upset because someone hung up on you because it was a cold call, then you have the wrong way of approaching the business. You're looking at it for what's in it for you instead of genuinely looking at it, what's in it for them. Because maybe they were having a bad day. Maybe they were just, you know, not, you know, they just got off the phone with their wife or significant other or, or whatever it might be. And they got into an argument and you were the very next call. I know when I was out and doing cold calls, I went into this and I actually had my sister with me and she was going to help me uh, go out and and grow my business. And one of the the dealerships that happened to be a motorcycle dealership that I walked into and, you know, I got, I got chewed out. I mean, chewed out, like, like no one's business. And my, my sister's there shaking and, you know, it was, I, I didn't get upset. You know, you have to have kind of rhinoceros skin. You got to have some tough skin, so to speak, in this game. And she came out and I'm there and she's like, oh my God, I can't do this. And I'm like, what? What's up? She's like, well, they just were yelling at you. I'm like, they were, yeah, they were yelling at me, but they weren't yelling at me, John Spangler. They were yelling at the situation. You know, you don't know what was going on. You have no idea what came before them? You know, I might have been the 800th person. I don't know. And what's funny is I went back two weeks later because I always go back. And they ended up being one of my best clients. Th- to this day, they're still a great client. They're wonderful people. It was just a bad day. And I love that opportunity because that makes it so much better in the world for people that really give a shit, that really care about what they're doing. Because if somebody really doesn't care and they run into that first no or that person that says, you know, go, you know, screw yourself or whatever it might be, and they give up, well, then that's more for me or for anyone else that's out there wanting to survive and and really genuinely care about the other person's interests before their own. Because if I didn't care that I knew what I was doing was going to help them, then shame on me, I deserve to be yelled at. But if I genuinely believed, and that's the key point here that I'm trying to share with you, if, I, if you genuinely care 
that what you're selling to that person that's coming in, you know, maybe it's a family that's looking for a, an, a minivan or an SUV, or, you know, maybe it's a, a dad looking for a car for their daughter, or for their son, whatever it might be. If you genuinely care, it's going to come across and people are going to feel that. And they, I don't know how, but human beings have that. You know how when you're in a conversation and it just seems like that person isn't engaged with you, they're kind of looking over your shoulder or looking for the next, you know it, you, you get it, you get that feeling and it's not good feeling to be involved with that conversation. You're looking to get out of it because you know that person isn't engaged with you. On the flip side, if a person's talking to you, asking you questions, actively involved, that's a very good conversation and you know it's a good conversation. And you're walking away because you're both gaining something out of that conversation. And so when you're looking at this, uh, the business model, you know, from car dealerships, and, and everyone has this stigmatism that, oh, you know, I don't want to be a used car salesman and all that kind of stuff, or, you know, even new car sales. You know, we got to get out of that mindset and understanding that we are really bringing value to people. You know, everyone needs a vehicle. You know, in 2018, they're not walking. Unless you're in major cities and you're using, you know, Uber and all that kind of stuff, most people need vehicles. Even in the big cities, they still need vehicles. And if you're out there and you really want to focus in on your craft, know what that Toyota Tundra or that Ford, uh, you know, F-150, know the, the pluses and minuses of all of it. And the best thing that you can possibly do is divulge the negatives Everyone wants to hide from that. You know, everyone wants to be able to kind of, you know, not mention the negatives. You know, Chris Voss, you may not know who he is, but he has a book called, uh, oh, it escapes me right now, but he's like a negotiator. I think it's like uh, the difference, splitting the difference or something like that. If you don't know it, go to Amazon, check it out. It's a fantastic read. I'm in the midst of reading it right now. But he talks about instead of getting to yes, getting to no. Because when you're getting the yes, you're automatically putting somebody in a defensive mode because they're not sure what they're getting. You know, they're not sure what they're getting involved with. But if you get them to know, no is a very safe place. And it's contrary. It's, it's contradictory to what our own thought process is, but it works very, very effectively. And I've done that really, really well in my business world. Because when I'm going in and I have a conversation with somebody, you know, is now a bad time? Or are you in the middle of something? No, no, now's a good time. You know, that now they're, they're more open to talking. And if it is a bad time, you're respecting that and you can call them back at another time. Look, I, I'm not trying to say I'm the end-all, be-all, or, or trying to come up with, you know, ways that you're... You know, if you're finding newspaper, TV, radio are really working for you and you're successful, you know, in one respect, I feel bad for you because then you get complacent and you're not hungry. Because when you need to make sure every single dollar, your marketing dollar counts, well, then you're going to be more open to following that pursuit of making sure that dollar bill goes further. You know, the mama dollar and papa dollar have baby dollars. And if you are looking at it that, well, if you're an owner here right now, you want to make sure that your, your uh, salespeople understand that they need to track. You know, a lot of times I'll go into a dealership and I'll listen to salespeople. They never ask where they heard from them. Or they might say, oh, I got it from the internet. 
Well, what does that even mean? You know, just have some fun with them. You know, was it like cars.com, car gurus? Was our website, Facebook? You know, what, where was it? And they'll usually be helpful with you because now you're, you're asking them. And really, you should already know because like I'd mentioned to you previously, you'd want to set up those, you know, I call it, you know, uh, marketing insurance. But you'll want to set up those Twilio phone numbers. I mean, you're talking, or call fire, there's all those different ways. But it's like a dollar or two a month for the phone numbers. And if you got five of them, that might cost you 10 bucks. But you could put those five different numbers and have those channeling into your dealership. And you can know at the end of the month, and if you're really on your game, know at the end of each week, what's working, what's not working, and tweak it. Because that's when I'm going in and working with someone, that's what I really look at. One of the first things you want to do is you want to have an accountability check. What's going on right now? And if you don't draw a baseline, then how do you know moving forward anything else you're doing is working or not working? And I don't want to hear, well, it's the end of the year, it's a tough tough go. You know, I also work with commercial vehicles. And now, you know, be- between now and the end of the year is actually a great time. Because people are trying to buy their vehicles, their commercial vehicles, for the tax savings by the end of the year. So we're doing a a big push on that. And, you know, I was on the phone again this morning with some customers asking them questions, getting them to talk. You know, how did you start your business? What did you get? Now, I'm not saying you have to have a half an hour or, you know, 45 minute dialogue, but, you know, if it's worth three or $4,000, why not? You know, engage in that conversation, excuse me, engage in that conversation with them and really get to know them so that they feel that you understand them, that you're not in this to try and, you know, do a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am sale. And, And maybe in your head, you might be thinking that, but you should really genuinely, really empathize with that person, male, female, whatever it might be, because when they're putting out twenty five, $50,000, $70,000 on a vehicle, you know, that's a big deal. I don't care if you even, you know, if you're Warren Buffett or not, you know, that's still a significant purchase. And the more that you can make them feel positive that what they're doing is in, the, in their best interest and it's, and it, they're going to get a reward out of that, the better off you're going to have them feel like coming back and, and giving you more people. You know, yesterday afternoon, I was on the phone with a customer and we were in such good rapport that he goes, you know what? I forgot. I have my buddy who's also interested. He's got a construction company as well. And he's looking for, you know, the F-250s in addition to me. So, you know, maybe we can do a, a double deal if we both get some vehicles from you, maybe we can strike up something like that. And he brought it up. I wasn't even that bright to bring it up. He brought it up. And we should always be doing that. When you're closing the deal, while they're in that moment, do you ask for referrals? You know, who else do you know that's in the market or who else do you know that may be interested? And you know what? And even that's pretty crappy to ask it that way, but at least you're asking and not waiting. And that way, when they're coming in, especially when they're coming in and they're driving away on the vehicle, always put that out there to be able to have them. And you really should. I don't know what your follow-up procedures are, but one of the things that you should have them be doing is writing reviews and getting them to give you the five-star reviews on Facebook and on Google because people look at those reviews, especially on Facebook. And you want to be able to get them feeling positive and leaving that positive vibe out there. 
And really, on the Google stuff, you want to be replying back on those reviews. Thank you very much, Mr. Jones. Thank you very much, Mrs. Smith. Thank you very much, Miss. Whatever it might be, we really appreciated earning your business, blah, blah, blah. You want to be able to really reach out and put that name to them and thank them for them and, and recommend them coming back. And I'll tell you what, that goes so far. You know, I've seen so many dealerships turn around that really took the time to dot the I and cross the T. You know, a lot of times, you know, especially on Friday and Saturday, when all hell seems to be breaking loose and helter-skelter and everything else, and it's very difficult, especially when you might have nine or ten people deep, and you hope to have nine or ten people deep, to be able to take the time to be able to be empathetic to what's going on. But a lot of times, you're just quick to go in there because, myself included, you just wanted to get to the next person. And if you're going to do it that way, yeah, you might make a sale, but you're not making a difference for them that they understand that you understand where they're coming from. And that's kind of deep in the context that you're looking at this not as a sprint, but as a marathon. You really want to be able to have your dealership, that footprint in the marketplace as the go-to place that really gives a shit about whether or not you know you have a safe car or you know maybe they want better gas mileage you know you ask those questions what specifically are you looking for especially you know when somebody comes on the dealership and I can I hear one of my sales guys uh, say hey you know can I help you or you you know are you is there anything you're looking for oh my gosh like what's the first thing when someone says especially if you go to a store or anything else hey can I help you nope just looking. Hell, I, I might even have a major need. Nope, just looking. That's your immediate knee-jerk reaction. A simple way would be, you know, are you looking for a vehicle for yourself or for someone else? And I'm not trapping them, but they're obviously on the lot for a reason. And by that conversation, by that question, you're engaging a conversation. And that's all you care about. Wow, well, I was looking for my daughter. Great. Did you have anything specific in mind? Were you more like looking for something gas mileage wise? Were you looking for something for storage? You know, what, what's going on? But then you're having the dialogue and that's the key. That's the way to have them have an opportunity that they're looking in and, and knowing that you're not just trying to slam them and, and move on to the next person. You're actually caring. And so, you know, I started this off initially here sharing some of my own personal, you know, background background or back, you know, luggage or anything else. And I'm not saying that, you know, to, to scare you away or anything else. I'm just saying that, you know, today moving forward is an opportunity for you to start brand new. If your dealership hasn't been doing great, guess what? That's on you. And you can change it though, starting today and looking at yourself in the mirror and realizing that everything starts with you. I don't care if you're the salesman, the sales manager, the, the general manager or the owner, it starts with you, each of you individually. Look at yourself in the mirror and saying, what am I doing today to better myself? You know, And you want to look at it all facets of the business as well as your own exercise and mental state of mind because you have to be balanced. That's something that I did not do initially in my first part of my career. You know, I might have stressed work, but then my family and my exercise and my health went to, to shit. And then I went all in on the health and then my business and my family went to shit. And, and it wasn't until 
you started getting a fine balance with all of them. You know, because then I focused on my family and then health and everything else. You kind of get the idea. But if you can balance the idea of health, family, business, spirituality, if you do that, and, and really focus on channeling an overall sense. And I'm not trying to get all hippie here with you. I'm just trying to be real. I'm just trying to really understand that, look, it takes balance. Because in, in work, like for instance, yesterday we had a major snowstorm here. And one of the places I was going to visit, you know, they, they actually had a tractor trailer that jackknifed and knocked out the electricity for the entire dealership. And so you couldn't even get there physically because the truck was blocking the path to getting to the dealership. But on top of that, the dealership had no power. So they couldn't make calls. They couldn't do anything. So they had to kind of get out and leave early. But with that, though, you know, when I'm talking with them, you know, they put in, you know, those 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And I'm like, you know, you, you got to work on balancing that out because I had done it. I still, you know, even to this day, I'm not saying you don't have those days that you do that. But you got to be able to balance it because ultimately, if you're not taking advantage of the hours that you have in a day, and that means if you have to wake up a little bit earlier to exercise and you got to do that, you know, if that means you got to go to, it depends on your schedule. You know, like I started getting up earlier. I started waking up, you know, the, I don't remember the name of the book. It was like uh, waking up in the morning. I, I, I can, in the, one of the uh, next podcasts, I'll do that. But basically, it's about waking up at four o'clock in the morning and starting your day then so that you have the time to kind of reflect and, and kind of channel your emotions so that you're preparing yourself for the day and really getting some clarity. And for me, I've been doing that now. It's about three weeks in, I thought, you know, maybe it'd be kind of neat for you to see my own journey here, my struggles. You know, if I struggle, I'll give you that. If I'm feeling great, I'll give you that. But really, at the end of the day, I really want you to take away the fact that you can, you, yourself, whoever's listening right now, really change whatever's going on. If it's not going well for you, you can change that. You have to change. If you're going home and watching TV or playing video games or whatever it is and not honing your craft, it's on you. No one else is to blame for where you are because you are where you are right now because that's where you're supposed to be. Because that's what you're putting out is what comes back. And I'll let you go here soon, but I remember there was a story that said about the old man sitting in front of the, of the um, stove waiting for heat. And it wasn't until he took the wood that he chopped down from the tree and put it into the, the stove and lit it that he got heat. And what I'm saying there is he did the work. And by doing the work, he was able to get rewarded with the heat. You do the work, you're going to get rewarded. I don't know how the universe works, but it does work that way. And I don't know it's just beautiful in that context where it just, it seems to, whatever you put out, come back. If you put out negative, it may not come back to you right away. And you might be able to be slim shady for a little bit, but it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Flip side, you do positive, it may not be coming right back to you, but it does. It does, and I don't know, I've seen it so many times where it's just come back to me tenfold by me putting out positive. And I don't put out positive just with the expectation of getting it. I just know that's a conscious reward from the universe of what that means. So 
All that to be able to say to you guys, I really do care. If you guys have questions, let me know. You know, if you have, you know, crazy stories, negative stories, let me know that. If you have great stories, positive stories, let me know that. I want to know how you guys are doing at your dealerships as an individual, as a collective, as a group. You know, I'm here to be able to help you guys out. All right. So hopefully this was was helpful for you. Gave you a little bit of background of who I am and and my journey. My intention is to be able to just kind of throw up information that will be hopefully useful for you. If not from a business perspective, maybe from a personal perspective. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, have a great day.